The following sermon was delivered by the Reverend Michelle Latanzio at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation in Andover on Sunday, February 13th, 2022. The title of the sermon is Widening the Circle of Empathy. Here begins the sermon. Our message for this service focuses on widening the circle of empathy for ourselves and for others. Let us explore together how we can offer and receive more love in our daily lives. What gets in our way and how do we remove those obstacles? What does it look like in practice to engage the work of empathy? If we can widen our circle of empathy, we can widen our circle of liberation. The season we are on the cusp of spring is a season of growth and expansion. This is the time of gestation. The seeds are starting to crack open, literally and metaphorically speaking. The sun is growing stronger in the sky and our spirits are slowly emerging from the long hibernation and the dream time of winter. Consider our souls as gardens. How do we grow love? How do we grow empathy? Part of the answer, perhaps, is the practice of mindfulness to the tending of our souls, including tending to the compost heap of our cast-offs from previous seasons, old dreams laid down, emotional burdens, grief and loss. If we tend to this compost carefully, turning it over and over, the alchemy of spirit will transform the dross into precious soul food. Empathy requires that we decenter individualism and recenter collectivism. The nature of individualism looks different across the country. In New England, where all of you beloved folks are, it may be the Yankee sensibility. In the West, it may be the image of the cowboy or the miner striking out alone. In the Midwest, it may be the farmer or the rancher tending to their own plots of land and eking out a living. In my former home of academia, the cult of the individual flourishes. We academics were encouraged to keep our research and writing to ourselves, to burnish our own standing in the field, as if we only had a limited number of ideas in our lifetime that were publishable. This is, of course, hubris at work. Wonderful ideas are plentiful for those who have the imagination to grasp them, and we are always building upon the work of those who came before us. Our bus driver in today's reading has intuitively grasped this concept of empathy through compassionate collectivism. He uses his power, his agency, to offer grace and to lighten the loads of his passengers. He is, for those passengers, the light that shines in the darkness, reminiscent of the Gospel of John. This is a small act that he performs, doable by anyone who has the spaciousness of heart to offer acts of love. An open palm, a collection of burdens cast into the living waters, a simple ritual born of the moment 
of the needs, a seed born of love. I love this story because it reminds me that we need not wait for a leader to emerge with grand ideas and grand gestures. We need only to be present to each other to create positive change. This story calls to mind other stories that point to the value of one person making a difference through mindfulness and compassionate response, such as Dietrich Bonhoeffer's sermon on Christ in the boat in the Gospel of Matthew, or Thich Nhat Hanh on a similar story happening in the Vietnamese refugee boats, where just one calm, centered person can be the refuge for everyone. The religious naturalist Ursula Goodenough, in her work Uncommon Knowledge, points out that the word religion comes from the Latin root ligere, which means to bind together. We can draw upon our roots in Unitarian Universalism in our beloved religious community to bind together our collective love and grace to build a more compassionate world. Some of us have learned these lessons of empathy and compassion through recovery groups, where the 12-step format balances the individual work of transformation with the liberation of others who suffer. Recovery leads to the liberation of our own souls from the tyranny of outdated hierarchies and old toxic stories from our family systems that have kept our spirits down and when we lighten our loads, we too can offer a free hand, like our bus driver does, to another person to bring them out of their oppression. In recovery circles, this is called sharing our experience, strength, and hope, and also our love, freely given in the spirit of empathetic witness and compassionate journey. It is work sacred and difficult work that calls us to see the reflections of our own suffering, our own shortcomings and burdens in other people as well as ourselves, and to love ourselves as we are right now, and to love others in the same way, just as they are. Only then can we grow into the best versions of ourselves. Love is the key to empathy a love rooted in mutuality. In our hymn, For All That Is Our Life, we sing, for sorrow we must bear, for failures, pain, and loss, for each new thing we learn, for fearful hours that pass, we come with praise and thanks for all that is our life. It is the sorrow and the pain frequently that draw us in to help each other. As an old priest reminded me years ago, compassion means to suffer with, to enter into someone else's pain and not fix it, but just to be there, bearing witness and offering our presence as a gift of healing balm. After all, all we have is the present moment. We can't change the past or control the future, and none of us is guaranteed more moments. And for those precious moments of life, 
we give thanks and praise to the holy all that is, however we define that. Our other hymn today, Gonna Lay Down My Sword and Shield, is commonly seen as an anti-war song and sometimes as a baptismal song. And both contexts apply to us here today for this message. We must prioritize our mutuality, our interdependence, and to make no war with each other. Meaning not just abject violence, but performing actions that drive us away from each other. We also need to prioritize peace within ourselves to make no war against our own hearts. Empathy and compassion are necessary for our own spirits as well as others. Let us lay down our swords and our shields and remember our first principle. We respect the inherent worth and dignity of every person. This includes others as well as ourselves. Indeed, this applies to our relationship to all living things. Compassion is empathy at work. As the speaker in Reverend Shaw's piece tells us, start moving. Love is the word, the word at the center of the universe. As the speaker tells us, they cannot lay down the word. It can only be carried, deployed, and shared. Love is always invitational, like the open palm of the bus driver. Love, as the word for the ground of our being, is a verb. If we can widen our circle of empathy, we can widen our circle of liberation. Liberation as used in this sermon means several things. Through the path of empathy, we are liberating our own spirits and those of others. By entering into the experience of our fellow people and offering our love and our witness without judgment, we locate the basis for the work of justice. Let us be pastoral with each other, remembering that love is both the word and the work. May we look for opportunities in our everyday lives to grow into our best empathetic selves, accept ourselves on those days when that just isn't possible, and accept the gifts of compassion offered by strangers and friends alike. I've given you a word, friends, that came from my higher power, and that word is love. May you carry it well. May it be so, and may we be the ones to make it so.